I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the AI Comic Pod. We are here to talk about the Justice League film, which comes out within a week or so in the UK. I think this might be a film that comes out in the UK and the US at the same time. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty soon for everyone involved. Just me and Stu again. Uh, how are you doing, mate? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. It's, yeah? it's almost like we've literally just recorded. It's incredible, isn't it? It's not like we've just been on a call for 90 minutes already this evening. Oh, um, this is commitment, man, for us. It's it's commitment. Two pods in one evening. You are lucky about listening to this one. Well, um, lucky in inverted commas. Lucky because, um, yeah, this is an interesting film because I've yo-yoed since probably day one about this film because I was very dubious about it um, having been a bit negative towards Batman versus Superman. Not not ultra, you know, I, I find some positives in it. Um, but I think Suicide Squad turned me off even more to this kind of DC kingdom. But then, being honest, Wonder Woman's kind of won everyone a little bit round since and made things a little bit more exciting. And I think the trailers, once they've ironed out some of the early stuff, which looks a bit of a CG mess, um, starting to look a lot more succinct and and interesting and i'm hoping i'm hoping the josh whedon effect has kicked in because being honest i think we both have reservations about zach schneider's direction yeah fair to say yeah Yeah, very fair yeah i think since i mean watchman aside um i'm not a massive fan of 300 i think it's just way too over um the visuals are just too much, man, for me. It's too glossy. See, I love done, it. Yeah, well, it's fine. It's bringing, like, comic to life in a lot of ways, and I get it. Um, and it is just a popcorn film, and if you can take it on those merits, fine, that's cool. But it's it just never really connected with me. Um, but Watchmen, I still need to revisit, because I've probably not watched it for years now. But it, I, I watched did it a up. couple of weeks ago. What did you think? It really stands out. It really does. I appreciate it more now. I'm a bit older. 
Sounds yeah. stupid, but I really do. And I've got such an appreciation for Jeffrey Dean Morgan as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I need to go back and watch it because it is a really cool adaptation. And obviously they are uh, pitching it quite hard at some of the major networks, aren't they, to try and get this series off the ground. And it's a very um, faithful reproduction as well. As far as comic adaptations go, it's one of the the truest. I mean, there's there's some scenes that literally you can hold the book up next to the screen and it's absolutely picture perfect yeah and that's good because i think you need that um in some other adaptations you do do genuinely need that um and so Zack snyder on, on the surface you know divisive or not because 300 a lot of people love and, and watchmen you know i think his career has kind of gone in a direction that i don't know he, he's the kind of guy that seems like he's going into George Lucas syndrome where it's just a bit overkill. Like he, he's got too much control almost. And I think what we've learned about Marvel, for instance, and, and MCU is they give their directors some license and, and starting to maybe give them a little bit more uh, judging on maybe guardians and, um, and Ragnarok, which is, is completely Taika Waititi in a nutshell, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? They've literally given him full rates on that film and that production. Um, but I, I think they are quite careful about things. And I think Zack Snyder is the kind of guy that was in control of things for Batman versus Superman and the Superman film prior to that, which I can't remember. Man name. of Steel. Yeah. And I just think, I don't know. I don't know. And we don't know what's happened, do we? Did he, he, he's, he's been off the production a good while now, hasn't he? A good nine months. Who, Zack Snyder? Yeah. It was, it was a family emergency. His, his daughter died. Oh, did she? Oh, yeah, his, he, okay. he had a young daughter in her early 20s. I think she might have killed herself. So he, yeah. he stepped away. Originally, he stepped back. Then he completely stepped down. But then his wife did as well. His wife was involved in the production as well. I think she might have okay. been a d- design or something like that. And both yeah, yeah, yeah. completely walked away from it. Interesting. Okay. Um well, it's obviously extremely sad and, and you know, uh, dislike for his direction or not, that's obviously more important. Um, but it is intriguing that we've got Josh Whedon, who has signed up for, a, was it a Batgirl adaptation on, on the DCU side of things? Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was Batgirl. I was trying to think he wasn't the one that was doing the Gotham City Sirens. No, that was David Ayers who did Suicide Squad. Yeah, so uh, intriguing. And then obviously Whedon from Avengers uh, fame and, and famously kind of fell out with Marvel over Age of Ultron a little bit, didn't he? Where he didn't put his stamp on it in his words. Do you know what I mean? I yeah, think he, he, felt, he felt like, like he was being sort of, managed. That, yeah, they were holding the reins and pulling him back a little bit. And that's yeah, why. I think they've since away. learned from that a little bit because they, they had the same issues with Edgar Wright and Ant Man, and I think they may have learned a little bit from that to give the directors a little bit more license. So, I think what Whedon did, and, and I'm a massive Serenity fan. You've seen Serenity, yeah, you? yeah, um, and and obviously we love Avengers and what he did, especially with the well, you you like both. <laughs> and I do like the second one, um, but I, I, that original Avengers film was was like nothing we'd we'd seen before in this this kind of realm. So uh, I'm excited that he's got a bit more. He went back and did reshoots and reproduction and stuff, which which 
I'm happy about because I, I think what Batman versus Superman just tried too hard to be dark and moody. Do you know what I mean? It didn't have any lightness of touch. And I, I'm obviously nervous that this film lightness of touch is aimed at purely Ezra Miller being an idiot in the scenes that I've seen in trailers. But I'm hoping that Josh Whedon's added a little bit to that where it's, it's got people like, you know, because Wonder Woman had some really good lines in it and some really good humour, um, and and she was great. And obviously, Jason Momoa as Aquaman looks like he's going to bring a a bit of fun to that role and 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 really enjoy what he's doing. And and I'm hoping that's what they've got right. The balance, which I was worried they might really get wrong in this film. Yeah, well, I I've got. I'm hugely invested in this emotionally. I've wanted a Justice League film to be done for decades. Yeah. I've always had reservations over the casting because to me, you can't have a Green Lantern. You can't have a Justice League without a Green Lantern. And I'm fairly sure that had the Green Lantern film not been so shit, that there would be a Green Lantern in this because I think so too. Green Lantern was meant to be their Iron Man. It was meant to be the the kickstart of the you know the DCU because they yeah. apparently DC hate the phrase DCEU. They absolutely hate it. Okay. But it was clearly meant to be there. So you need a Green Lantern. You need a Flash. But then I like all the weird ones. Like I love the Martian Manhunter. I love Hawkman and Hawkgirl. I love all yeah. the weird ones. But, Martian Manhunter, I just I, I found it quite interesting, quite fascinating. I, I'm kind of hoping they do introduce uh, him into the realms at one stage or another because well, I just think if you look it's at just that, be that different, new, man, just so different. That new intro that they've got be, before the films, it showcases a huge number of heroes and villains, and allegedly all the characters that are shown, they are people that they have got plans in place yeah. to introduce. And Martian yeah. Manhunter is one of the ones that I, I clocked and actually spotted. It could be seriously cool. I think the film itself, if they did a standalone, could kind of be a little bit Ant-Man-esque, you know, just yeah. kind of off, off, just not conventional. Do you know what I mean? It'd just be different. Um, he, I'd be, cool. if we I'd had be on board done, with that. On, on episode 50, if we had done um, underrated characters, Martian Manhunter is comfortably yeah mine. i think he's one that a lot of people don't know about and i only have on this uh, you know it's, it's a, a limited knowledge of but he's always been put it awesome. this way he can twat superman yeah exactly and superman and, has even remarked that he believes that martian manhunter is the strongest member because he's he's a shapeshifter he can go yeah. invisible he can phase through objects He's incredibly clever. He can fly. The only thing is they gave him all those powers and they gave him one of the easiest weaknesses where he's vulnerable to fire, which yeah. goes back to like a childhood trauma when he was on he was on Mars. And he's a fascinating character. But anyway, the, the roster that they've got, Superman, I'm, yeah. I've fallen back in love with Superman, the character. Have you? Well, yeah, because I now get like, a lot of Superman comics. I'm talking ah, Superman, not Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill well, yeah, no, I'm, is I'm with you on that. my bed. I, the, the problem I've got with Superman, as most people have, is he's just got too many abilities. He is. He's, he's, he's the <laughs> most ridiculous. character. 
He's just got way too much. Like, if he took away at least two of those powers, he'd still be the strongest. What they did, they took away some of his powers in the new 52, and people fucking hated it because then they were like, well, why have you taken taken his powers? What did they take away? Um, he yeah. lost the ability to fly, and it went back to his oh, original. That's pretty... You need to be able to fly. Well, no, because Superman never used to fly. Do you not remember? He was faster than a speeding bullet. Oh yeah. Able to stop a, a speeding locomotive and able to leap sing, uh, tall buildings in a single bound. So Superman never used to fly. But the cape, the cape's been around for a while. Yeah, capes are shit. Yeah. You know who hates cape. capes? Dick Grayson. It's Dick Gr- Nightwing's least favourite thing about being Batman is the fact he has to wear the cape because it screws up his balance and he hates the fact that when he's fighting people can grab hold of it. I think, uh, not that my brother-in-law listens to this, but I've discussed this before that he used to design he designed all the cape movement on the Arkham games. You've told um, me that before. Yeah, and and that is a hell of a job. I'm it sure he hates, hates capes as well then. He must do as well. Yeah, his, his, his games and I'm not even doing it, it's Cape Guy um, Limited. He produces um, uh, mobile games and stuff. Um, so he doesn't hate capes. He's quite a fan, so i just got to put that out there. Um... So yeah, you've you've got you, Superman obviously, yes. Batman. I like I like Batfleck. Um, yeah, we we we're pro Batfleck. I, I think my only issue with it is that I'm not sure he's that invested in the role. Let's be honest, because he wanted to direct and take control and be really involved, and then he didn't want to direct and he wanted to step away from that side of things and no production and all the rest of it. But that's for the and Batman. Then, that's not it is for the Batman. Batman. I know it's not for this. I know, but I just, I don't know, mate. I, I don't know if this, he's, he's a funny old guy, Ben Affleck, because he's, he's had different periods of success in his career. He was this kind of famed young actor, um, big hype around him and Matt Damon, obviously for, um, Goodwill hunting, which they wrote and starred in. And, and it's probably my favorite film. Um, and then gone on to, you know, all the stuff about Jennifer Lopez and the worst films of all time and stuff that he'd been involved in. And then had this huge renaissance where he became a really good director and did Argo. Um, and then you've seen Gone Girl, which is a film you've seen yeah. of his. Which is, and he's great in that. And in the right role, he's perfect. And he was really good. I think he was really genuinely good in Batman versus Superman. And I can see why he took it on in that guise because he's getting a little bit older and it's the kind of older Batman approach isn't it that we talked about and the kind of hardened batman who's kind of lost his patience let's put yeah. it that way um and and i think it works i just i just don't know if he's that interested in in the character as much he, as he we, probably isn't you know. as invested in it as maybe a 35 year old ben affleck would have been because he is a bit older and he's he maybe doesn't need you know to be thinking he, well, and I'm he's gonna, going I'm through do six a, films yeah, and he's going through a bit of a struggle again in his career where his directing has kind of gone to shit again. <laughs> his last two films have kind of flopped. And, and it does it does impact on him, I think, as an actor. He's not the kind of guy... You know, some actors don't give a shit. I think Samuel Jackson's probably made more flops than he has successful films, but he doesn't care. He gets paid. no one's going to tell I mean? him. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, and it is one of those things. It's, it's, it's... I'm just not sure. But I think he... As long as he's given a good script and we see the right kind of interaction between him and, and the other characters, I think he'll he'll bring 
he brings something to the, the table anyway. He should bring the right amount to the table. Yeah. Um, uh, who's uh, more exciting in it is, is really, I mean, I think we're going to ignore Cyborg for now. No, I, really I, I was just going to briefly say he he's one of my two concerns. Yeah, he's one of my Cyborg is a brilliant character. He's one of the more powerful members. Yeah. He, he's a huge plot point for the simple fact that he's got the boom tubes, which is basically like a localised wormhole. That's how Steppenwolf and uh, Darkseid and Darkseid's armies travel around the universe. They create these little wormholes. You step through, you're on the other side of the galaxy in a, in a nanosecond. Yeah. And because Cyborg's body is made from a mother box, which is Darkseid's technology from Apocalypse, he's got the access to create them. But his body, because it's future tech, it, it can basically upskill him. So... It, if he was facing Steppenwolf and he needs his power at, you know, 90%, but then Darkseid yeah. comes down, his his armour, his body will step up that extra 10% to face Darkseid. But then if somebody else comes down who's even stronger, he can go further and further and further. So he can be as powerful as the opponent that he's facing. He can change his body into any weapon that he wants. So he could use, I don't know, like a sonic gun. Or he could do shoot solar energy or, I don't know, water or ice. Whatever he needs to do. His body can literally do anything. But the CG looks really sketchy. And I'm hoping yeah. it's just that they haven't fully done it. But it looks... I keep expecting like it's a, a latex mask and it's going to fall off Ray Fisher's face. It, it doesn't it's, look as polished as like spider-man it's suit just, or it, the iron yeah, man armor you, no 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 exactly the iron man's have always looked polished you know and because i i didn't even realize that the iron man suit the only time robert downey jr wears iron man armor is if he's doing anything from the neck up they have like yeah. a, a helmet and and shoulder piece that he puts on everything else is all motion capture yeah and exactly. it looks metal it really it, looks yeah, like Yeah, no, it genuinely there. does. And it's always looked great. You know, even from early days, Iron yeah. Man, that's 10 years ago. And, and that's because John Favreau is one of the kings of CDI. You know, he really is. And so, yeah, it does concern me. So it, yeah, it does Cyborg me. is one of the concerns for the way he looks because he's a, he, he's a character that a lot of people probably don't know, although he was one of the big parts of the the Justice League. And the, He's always been quite well known, TV I think. Shows. But yeah... And then, of course, we, I, we we both know what the the big big oh, concern is, which is Ezra Miller I, is is going to murder one of I DC's just, best characters. And I, I know you're right because you're a huge Flash fan, obviously. And and we both talked about you know having Grant Gustin involved potentially. I don't care that he's not involved. I care that it's Ezra Miller that they've cast in this I, role. I've I've twisted and I've gone that way. I would. I understand that Grant Gustin may not be Hollywood blockbuster. That's fine. I, I think I've come I, round to that. I think early Flash, I thought this guy's got something, and then he's become a little bit more generic. And I know you kind of like the whole show and tunes kind of side of things, but I just don't see maybe enough depth in that character to be on a big screen in a big budget film as an actor. But I would have given him. You can't tell me that there is nobody in the whole of Hollywood. Well, that, that there's loads. There's probably less. a list of like fifty, and and there's probably a list of five that would be just awesome in that kind of part. Do you know what I mean? Like, and and some big actors as well. I mean, 
I don't know if he'd touch it, but I think Jake Gyllenhaal, there's people like that who's got an edge to his acting. There's loads of actors that could do interesting things with that part. There are. Um, I know he's just being cast as Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam. One of the first names that comes to my mind is Zachary Levy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got props, and I think it'd be quite interesting that he's he, finally got... He's got part of the look, but I'm concerned that The Flash is going to be made to look like a really weak. Human. He's going to be weak. He, he well, he's going like to he's going to be weak. Comic relief. There's already that bit in the trailer where he says, "Well, I don't just know how like, I just push people and run away." Fuck off. I mean, yeah, I the just Flash is not. one of the strongest members of the Justice League, and he's been there since day one. He does not I, push I people. Can't. He's an expert fighter. To me, the worry with that, the huge worry with that, is that a he's solely there for comic relief. B, his suit looks utterly ridiculous. Oh, have you, did you see the latest trailer? Yes. They, they did like a little mini one where Bruce is there and he's talking to him in his, in his den. And basically his suit is made of the same equipment that they put on, uh, the same material that they use on the bottom of space shuttles so they don't burn <laughs> up. No, it's not. The, the, Flash, <sighs> the Flash has a suit which is basically latex and it's yeah. protected from friction by the speed force. The speed force generates a field around his body that prevents the the friction burns. Because otherwise, the second he gets over, you know, 100 and something mile an hour, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. just going to rip off or burst into flames. I and just... Oh, it looks just, crap. The, the Flash can't wear armour. He can't uh-huh. wear fucking armour. The only thing I will say, to not be totally negative, I love the effects they're using. For, the for effects, the, the effects are going to be are going to be good because they're big budget effects, and 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 we discussed this a few times with the TV show that at times it's held back a little bit by the fact that sometimes the flash running effects look like exactly what they are, like Grant Gustin's on a treadmill. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes, literally, he's running on the spot, and it looks terrible. Yeah. It, do, it doesn't look great. Um, and they, they're limited by their budget. And obviously, this is not limited by its budget. It's probably got some ridiculous budget and some crazy marketing budget as well, like it did on Batman versus Superman. But, yeah, I'm concerned. And, and look, I'm not hating on Ezra Miller entirely because in certain roles, Perks being a wallflower, he's pretty good. And in certain roles, he, he suits the dynamic because he's a really kind of quirky, obscure kind of actor. He's a little bit like... For me, them casting um, the guys Lex Luthor in the in the last film, Jesse Eisenberg, who's a really kind of obscure, introverted kind of guy, it didn't suit at all playing that role. It, you know, could have gone to Brian Cranston for God's sake, and he would have been insanely good. You know, um, and they just gave it to the wrong person. And I just think if they've just made him comedic value, given him a shit suit underplayed his, his, his powers and what he can physically do and just it's just not going to work it, and, it, and it scared me from trailer one scared me from day one when I've seen it and it's not got any better you know it really hasn't and I'm hoping it, it, it I'm hoping it's not as disastrous as it appears on the surface of things I really am and that's not to say the film would be disastrous because I think it's going to be carried by the next two people we're going to talk about um which so, unsurprisingly is why I didn't mention them before. Yeah, completely. Jason Momoa as Aquaman could potentially be the only thing that even comes close to being better than Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. Because Wonder Woman is still now... I was reading an article on it before. Um, 
but it by Rotten Tomato standards, yeah, 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 yeah. rated as being the best superhero film of all time. If you look at the top three, it was Wonder Woman. Was it Wonder Dark, Dark Knight? I think Dark Knight, and I think third might have been. I think it was Avengers, but I'm not sure. It might even have been Ragnarok or something like that. But a couple of the the really highly rated ones were the newer ones. But yeah, they're all hyped at the minute. She's so. going to be brilliant. They, she's she's established in the the universe now. You can use her powers a lot more freely now that they've established that she is incredibly powerful. They know that it's yeah. She is a god. So if she does something now, people shouldn't be complaining, going, "Oh well, why can she all of a sudden control lightning?" Because she's a fucking god. Well, she's a demigod. You know, she's Zeus's. Yeah, yeah. They they did. <laughs> So she was she was perfect in in Wonder Woman, and she she had props in in Batman vs Superman, but she really didn't have enough to get stuck into, as we we've said before. Yeah. Um. And they really didn't explain it very well. And they obviously did the cameos for these guys to introduce them very briefly in Batman vs Superman, but again, that was quite poorly done. Um. And so they're trying desperately to tell you who these people are. Um. Before the film comes out, have you you got that sense of it from all the trailers and the promotion and everything? This is them trying to highlight who they are before you've even seen the film. So I'm sure they'll do a background on each of these people and introduce them into the fray. But the film's only two hours long. Yeah. So I'm I'm a bit worried again. It's just going to be a mad rush to just go, oh, this is Aquaman. Look where he comes from. And this is the Flash. And... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Three of the five don't need an intro. There'll be no background for Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. 
Aquaman's going to need a bit, and some of that we, we gather is taking place in Atlantis because it looks like Atlantis has one of the mother boxes. You, Atlantis Cyborg, will start quick, yeah. Cyborg's going to need... Well, we, we've already seen in the first trailer, Cyborg gets his entire origin. You know, he's a, he's a promising um, American football player with um, Gotham University. Tragic accident, blah, blah, blah. Experimental um, mother box transfused with his body. Yeah, 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 yeah. What have you. And then presumably we're going to get some kind of a background of the Flash of... <laughs> We're not going to get enough, obviously. We, we, won't, we won't get a lot because I think out of the characters, his backstory is pretty well known now. I think a lot of people, you might not know the ins and outs, but a lot of people know that it was a lab accident the same way. You know, Batman's parents were killed and Superman fell from yeah, the sky. Yeah, yeah. And now people know Wonder Woman is, you know, a, a god or a demigod, however you want to summarize it. Yeah. So. I think there'll be a bit, but like you said, with two hours, they can't dedicate a lot of time to backstories. You you can literally only do maybe. I, I would say two hours is including, probably including post-credits as well, like trailers uh, or, or the, the end um, credits and stuff. So uh, I wouldn't say it's that long a runtime film. Uh, maybe they've learned their lesson because I think Batman vs Superman was bloated. You know, I think that's fair to say. It was too long, yeah. um, and and I don't mind a, a decent length film. Uh, two hours plus is the norm, isn't it these days yeah. for these kind of films? But you know, two hours you're going some to get your story out there quickly to establish your kind of the villain element of things, and and then introduce the kind of interplay and the characters. And and I'm intrigued. I am intrigued. I think I think the good news with it is the, the reshoots and, and all the work they've done. Um, with Josh Whedon because he knows after Avengers how the hell to bring together characters. Do you know what I mean? He he's the expert in that. It's 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 something he's got a strange skill in. Obviously, um, that does come down to the script, and I think you'll see some really good stuff between Batman and, and Aquaman. They're clearly going to be kind of at loggerheads at times. It seems from the trailers and whatnot. So they're going to be both quite strong brash forward thinking characters so that's quite good and then wonder woman's going to cut through it um the less flash the better hopefully because uh, <laughs> i do think it's going to turn audiences off a little bit and then cyborg cyborg you, you don't know do you know what i mean you don't really know i think if they the cg is better than it looks which might not be at this stage um he might be an interesting enough character there's an interesting scene in the trailer where he takes over that really cool Batman, yeah, the, the crawl crawling, it's a crawler, yeah, I think, and he, he's speaking to Alfred. Um, cast, as you'd expect, still pretty, pretty good outside of the the main core of characters as well, because obviously um, Amy Adams is going to be there, Lois Lane, and we know Henry Cavill in the famous Tash. Is it the Tash in this one where he's had to do the reshoots? Yeah, yeah so you can tell this because it's quite funny. Well. He, he, he's been away and he was doing some other film, wasn't he? And he's grown. He was doing a, I think it was like a cop drama. Maybe it's like a seventies thing or something like that. So he, he's grown this big, massive Tom Selleck <laughs> mustache. And then he, he's being called back in to do some reshoots for justice league. Yes. He doesn't want to get rid of his mustache. So the well, the, the studio wouldn't let him get rid of his mustache because they didn't want him to then go back with a fake one on this, this film. So, 
the the Justice League people are actually going to have to CG out his moustache in a lot of these reshoots, <laughs> which just seems the most absurd thing and the most ridiculous waste of money. They might be spending, you know, fifty thousand dollars, <laughs> and someone spending three weeks photoshopping Henry Cavill's top lip. That, I just think it's priceless. It's just hilarious. Um, if, I, if I think it must be the most slag off modern cinema. That's a pretty fair way to to do it. The biggest waste of money in cinema history is someone CG editing out a mustache on screen. I would say. Yeah, that's um, fair. It's pretty much up there. I mean, there's been films like Geostorm and Fast and the Furious Six. Um, they, they could have rivals in some form or another, but yeah, it's it's got to be up there, man. It has to be up there as the biggest waste of time anyone's ever done in their life. Um, so yeah, that's that's something that's gone on. Um, and I think this this film is, is surrounded with a little bit of nervousness, not necessarily from the studio because I think Wonder Woman's got everyone excited in that studio that they can make some money um and they've realized that wonder woman is the key to all of this uh, not because obviously she is uh, an incredibly stunning lady and that does attract a certain audience but also she's great in wonder woman and people loved her for it you know so it's it's got a real good kind of buzz and the second film's got a lot of buzz and i think it's kind of given them a a kind of leeway after after Batman vs Superman kind of did well at the box office, but it cost a Not lot of well money to was. make. It cost a lot of money to make. It cost a lot of money to market, and I think audience reactions were generally a little bit negative. And what we said at the time is a lot of people don't go back. Whereas you know, a lot of people go back to Marvel films a second time. They tell all their mates. Everyone's got to go and see it. And I just don't think that really had that kind of buzz about it. A lot of people went in the opening two weeks, didn't they? And then no one went after that to an extent. Um, Wonder Woman seemed to keep itself going. Good release date, really positive vibes. Everyone started going. But then, you know, Suicide Squad marketed pretty well because it got a lot of people in the door for what is a pretty bad film. And for us people who analyse this stuff in one way or another, all got a bit turned off after Suicide Squad, I think, because we were just nervous about what the hell they do next and and that's still got some ugh, margot robbie redeeming feature um <laughs> is about it um and it's still got potential in that you know the characters and stuff um but i mean you can maybe give us a bit of a feel on the villain in this are we expecting a very similar villain to batman versus superman because i think that's what a concern for a lot of people is that the villains they're using are these kind of huge godlike creatures and dark side's a more intelligent one that they've not introduced as of yet um but it's it feels like thanos-esque kind of straight on straight into it from 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 a dc perspective it's kind of kind of like that i think the way it's going to work out is it's it's pretty much like you're getting dark side light he, yeah, he's going to have similar powers. He's nowhere near as powerful. I forget which way round it is between the comics and the film. I think in the comics, he's his uncle, but he works for him because Darkseid is, you know, this all-powerful, you know, godlike creature. It's got a bit of a touch of the Ronans about it from Guardians, maybe. Kind, I don't know if it's... kind of, yeah, but. I've I've kind of 
forgotten a lot of it. Yeah. Because I've, I've, I've had a reasonable amount of exposure to Darkseid through comics, but I've hardly ever come across Steppenwolf. But no, he's pretty I, much in this context, from what I gather. Much. He's his lieutenant. He's sending him ahead to scope out Earth to try and get the mother boxes because they need these missing mother boxes so that they can fully, you know, amass their army and send millions yeah, yeah. and millions of parademons to Earth to take it over. And they basically want to turn Earth into new apocalypse. They live on the planet of apocalypse, which is a planet of fire and lava and death and doom and all kinds of General misery, yes. Yeah, it's a planet of misery like Wigan. <laughs> but hotter and with less rain. Less pies, unfortunately. Far, far, far less pies and no Uncle Joe's Mint Balls factory. Well, I don't think they've got one on Apocalypse, but they might have branched out by now. Who knows? So, yeah. It, <laughs> That's such a northern thing. Anyone listening from nowhere other than the kind of northwest will, will understand those references. But, you know. Well, see how if, you, you go. if you're not from the north, are you even alive? <laughs> You know, we, we we say the unpopular things sometimes, don't we? We we do, you you often do. I, I'm normally a little bit more of a fence sitter. I don't try and offend our audience too I'm, much. I'm more of a face sitter than a fence sitter. <laughs> and I just sat on all of your faces, so the joke's on you, really, not me. And the sad thing is, I can't even say, "Well, the joke's on you" because I get paid for this shit. <laughs> Certainly not, man. No one pays for this. This incredible content is it's free for oh, everyone. You lucky um, bastards. Lucky, lucky bastards, honestly. That this insight about a character that neither of us know the real truth about. Like none of us have read the comic of Steppenwolf, which is a crap name for a villain, let's be honest. Um it's an old rock band. <laughs> now that. It does sound, if he comes out with a double air guitar, like you know, the double guitar, that's what I want to see. Um, if they don't just, have Born to be Wild in this at some point, I'm going to be If they don't have furious. a lot of rock music when he enters the fray, you know, like... Well, have you the heard devil, the intro you know, music you know, that doing? Dave Grohl is the devil in Tenacious D yeah. kind of style. That's what I want. You know, I want that kind of moment in this film, but I'm just not expecting it. Well, <laughs> speaking of the music, it. I love the theme song that they've got. The, uh, yep. the cover of um, Come Together by the Beatles, by the guy. I think it's there. Ace. I think it's Ace really good. Completely escaped um, me. That's the trailer that started to kind of win me around a little bit. It's the recent ones. I don't know, man. They do show some promise. I want it to be fun. You know, and I looked at this film and went, I just want to go and have a load of fun because I think they try to overcomplicate things in Batman versus Superman and the whole Martha oh, ridiculousness. Ugh. Um, it just got a bit stupid. I, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued about how they're going to pull Superman back into it. Are we expecting him to turn up in the last battle? I think we are. Side, um, side note, the guy's name is Gary Clark Jr. I just had to quickly Google him. There you go. Because he's very um, But yeah, it, it looks like they're, they're going to go up against Steppenwolf and a whole horde of parody yeah. probably get their ass kicked. And then at some point, Superman comes back because he's not really dead. He's been... Kryptonians don't really die like that. He's basically gone into, like, stasis. Cryo sleep kind and his, of thing. And his body's yeah. regenerated to the point where he's he's able to come back. And if there's any justice to be served, pun intended, he's going to turn up wearing the black Superman suit, which is one of the yeah. coolest things that Superman has ever done. And the black Superman suit is, is epically cool. It it's really awesome. is. awesome. 
Yeah, and he should is. really, if he comes out wearing that, he should have a bit of a mullet as well. Because in the comics, <laughs> when he came back after he died at the hands of Doomsday, he came back and he had a mullet. And then I think kept, they should have. Yeah, they the should have CG'd the, the the tash off. If he's got a mullet and a tash, oh, just then be, it'd be like that would super porn, man. <laughs> just need to wear like really tight leather pants and like knock on everyone's door and ask if he ordered it, pizza. We, we're basically recreating like a glam rock seventies music porn, video, aren't we? In our heads, so you got a villain with a, like a double guitar, load of heavy kind of rock music in the background. There'll be a Guns N' Roses ballad at some point. Oh yeah, it'll um, be. Um, it'd have to be. Oh no, you couldn't use Civil War. It'd confuse people. Yeah, it would do. Um, uh, don't cry. That's don't cry. I was going to say November Rain. It was November Rain. I can't. Oh fuck, November Rain. Yeah, I know, but Boring. it'd be something like that. Um, <laughs> but it, 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 that's my image now. I'm going to be quite disappointed coming out of this film because I'm expecting Henry Henry Cavill with it uh, with a, a great mullet and a tash. And, and some great rock kind of references, like a Spinal Tap kind of mockumentary style film, but it's not going to happen. What are we expecting, being truthfully honest? Are we expecting it to be like Batman vs Superman, where it's a kind of freestyle good film with potential but doesn't realise it? Or are we expecting it maybe to be a bit better than that? I'm expecting a solid 7 out of 10. And I think... You're getting 7. Well, I think there's more good characters than bad so I'm hoping that by the law of averages, the good performances from Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Batman is going to balance out how shit Ezra Miller's going to be. And I, I think before, I hope so too. He, yeah. he shouldn't be a huge part of the film. And, and I don't honest, think you'll see a lot of. I don't think you'll see a lot of outside the core of. Of maybe they've realised Wonder Woman's important, but I think Batman and Wonder Woman will be the kind of core center fold element of it and then you'll have your aquaman, aquaman elements side of that a little bit of cyborg a little bit of ezra miller in there but i don't think they're going to be quite pivotal characters in this because i don't think they've earned their stripes in this vicinity do you know what i mean they're not the key no, characters and wonder woman has become suddenly the forefront along with batman obviously and especially um, in the absence of superman as well she's yeah she's the most she's the most one. powerful so, so yeah, even though exactly. batman is is the one that's pulling it all together until yeah. Superman comes back. She's the she's the overpowered character. So. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think three and a half out of, out of five or seven out of ten. I'm hoping it kind of reaches those levels. Um, I don't think it's going to go above that. If I, I just come gonna, out of it not pissed off, I'll be happy. Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. And not bored. I mean, two hours shouldn't. It should be. It should be exciting. That's that sounds like it'll go film. quite quickly. As long as the well, it the, will. Yeah. The, the trailers have done a good job, I think, of building it up. They haven't. They've definitely learned from the mistakes of Batman. I, versus I don't Superman. think it's overmarketed. They've not given anything bad. away. There's a lot of things no. like there's the scene with Alfred of you know, oh I had a, oh they they said you'd show up or I had a feeling you'd show up whatever he says. With Batman versus Superman, they would have turned the camera around and shown you who he's talking to. But they've got the buzz now. Is it Superman? Is it Supergirl? Is it Green Lantern? Is it Martian Manhunter? Is it Robin? There's all these things coming along. That's yeah, and I do, do maybe hope... I mean, there might not be a lot of scope in two hours to throw such a curveball in there because he can't give airtime to everyone. But I'm, you know, I'm hoping there is something in there that gets people excited because... I know the Flash standalone films are oh, fucking disaster from start oh. to finish by the sound of it. I don't even know if it's even in production yet because it's not. They still haven't four, got a director. Four directors come and go or something ridiculous. And the, I think the script's been burnt as well. 
Yeah, I, I, I think, think Aquaman's going to be fun, man. I think uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Jason Momoa is going to be great. Jason um, Momoa and Amber Heard looks like a brilliant combination because she looks like they've just cut out Mira from the comics and made yeah. her into life. And I, I, do, I do think that's going to work. I do think that's going to work as a, as a film. And I think people will go to see that. I think there's enough Carl Drogo fans in the world. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I genuinely do, I, you know, for, for everyone's sake, I hope they get it right. And I, I hope they do well because they have got good ideas and they've got great source material. Like if you listen to our last podcast, we're obviously uh, eulogizing about Joker and, and Batman and obviously all the, the DC villains and characters. And they've got the comics. They've got the characters. For me, DC's characters out Good characters outnumber Marvel probably ten to one. Yeah, they do. But yeah, Marvel, they do. Marvel have got the application. Oh, comfortably. Put, put it this way, way, if, way ahead. If you were to liken, DC couldn't have done with the Atom what Marvel did with Ant Man. No, absolutely not no way could they have made a film that funny, that enjoyable, and that genuinely watchable. It would the have Guardians been an absolute snooze just, fest. And Guardians. I love the Atom because he's one of my favourite shit characters. Yeah, I absolutely and, love him. We were dubious about that, man, and it, it turned out to be one of my kind of favourite films. And they did Doctor Strange extremely well, which people are still a bit like, oh, Doctor Strange, I'm like, it's such a hard film to do. See, do and again, I mean? like, DC couldn't have done Doctor Fate no. in anywhere near no. the sort And there's of a lot of characters that they really just wouldn't have done enough justice, and they wouldn't have been bold enough. I mean, Jesus Christ, who makes a film like Ragnarok? I mean, that it's just so different. Well, you know Guardians, I mean? it's so bold. Going into Guardians, DC, haven't even yeah. had the balls to do the Justice League, which is their number one team. And and Marvel had the the application, the balls, and the brains to go out and pick the Guardians. Who even comic readers? Yeah, I'd comics... never heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy until you know it was confirmed. No, the comics weren't big, and I've I've read them since, and they've got some interesting plot lines, but it's not all. It's not all that great. I can't the, even the, think the, of, of what, what I could liken it to from DC. No, it's, it's, it's just DC, so different. It's like them doing maybe one of the offshoots of the Justice League, like the Justice League Europe or Justice League International, where they had a lot of the B-roster characters. Yeah, like, it, is, I, it is like, like a B-roster. It, you know, there's Green Lantern and um, Booster Gold and um, Blue Beetle and people like that. It's like, you know, Rocket says just standing here like a bunch of losers. You know what I mean? They're just like, they are the no-hopers, but they make it work. Do you know what I mean? They come together. So it's, yeah, you couldn't, you just, they, they don't have the balls, like you said. Um, uh, they just don't have the cojones to, to make it stick. But let's see. Let's see where they go. Um, let's I didn't realise is... it was out this soon. I'm, I'm trying to make plans with Tom to go and see it probably the Monday after it comes out because I'm busy yeah. that week. I'm not I'm not in a massive rush. I, I I will see it, but I'm not in a massive rush. The, the, for me, I'd, I'd prefer to go and see Ragnarok again, which we're going to do at some stage. Yeah. That's it. It's quite brief, but we are two pods in tonight. It's been a long, long evening. Yeah, I'm going uh, to get to bed because I'm fucking shattered. Yeah, it's been a long day. But um, that's just kind of overview. Um, we, we are a little bit hesitant about this but we're hopeful we are hopeful and there's some there is some positive elements to it and i do hope they get it right because it is important it's a linchpin kind of film going forward because like we said there are problems with a lot of the other films and and even the batman films shrouded in a, a little bit of confusion and complications and otherwise and um 
let's just see how this works for them because um, they can't just all hinge on Wonder Woman. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, so coming next, we should be doing. I think we'll review Ragnarok. We'll be doing a review of Ragnarok, and then possibly not long after that, we'll be doing a review of Justice League as well. Yeah, we'll probably squeeze some else in in between. Um, Ragnarok review is going to probably be the highlight of whatever week that is for me, because I just adore that film. Um, I absolutely love it. And yeah, it's... We'll see. We've got some other things in the in the kind of elements, really, but um, there's some good stuff we can do in a few weeks' time, so... Two doses of us recently. I hope you're not sick of us. We do, as we said, really I'm appreciate it. Any feedback? Yeah, a little bit. Um, any feedback on this or anything else we do, always appreciate it. Anyone who's happy to share it, retweet it, whatever. It's all good from us. Um, and that's it. We will speak to you all again in a few weeks' time. Um, and yeah, it gives you feedback on Justice League when you go to see it because I am intrigued. I'm intrigued what everyone thinks about it. And I'm intrigued how many numbers they get in the door, mate, because I just wonder whether it'll it'll do well or not. I think it will. Batman and Wonder Woman will probably carry it. Yeah. Right. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back soon. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 